Sentire Media Alright, here we go. We're doing another one. The 29th of January, a beautifully frozen, clear Monday morning. Everything starts on a Monday. What's wrong? Oh, I'm twisted up here. A little tight. There you go. All right. My name's Jason. To the right of me is Ashley. Ciao, ciao. We run, own, operate La Tavola Marque, a little agriturismo in the frozen foothills of Piobico. <laughs> Doesn't that make it sound dramatic? Yes. Lots going on in the last couple of weeks. I don't know. It hasn't been long since we did a podcast, but we're getting back to it. The The party time is over. Fun time is over. Party time is over. It's back time, to work. Back to work. We're kind of a month late, to be quite honest. My goal was to get my ass in gear right after Christmas. Well, the first guests are mid-May, so... <laughs> the first guests are mid-May. The, it doesn't... It, it, that time will fly by. That's what I and, mean. And... Um, the, 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 we should have been go. We should already have been going. Wah, 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 wah. And we should be today, but instead we fired up the, the mics to do a podcast. I, we have a bunch of this shit is, to do. There's so much going on this week that that's why we thought, you know what, let's do a little uh, teaser podcast of what's to come because it's we got a lot going on. We woke up Monday morning. Everything starts on a Monday, so we're going to eat right this week. We're going to stop <laughs> eating candies and all the leftover crap from Christmas. Or and... like your uh, cinnamon rolls made with lard, which were so good. Yeah. By the way, we were talking I about that. A, I, we did talk about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I found a cinnamon roll recipe from the fifties. Yeah, some like church cinnamon uh-huh. roll thing, and uh, it used lard. It in called the for Crisco or something, right? It just said lard. Oh, oh shortening. It just Even said shortening. better. Okay, <laughs> I love it. And while it was a ri- not ridiculous amount of shortening in these, but it's like that's a lot of shortening for bread. We're just making like for like six cinnamon rolls. Well, we made them big. They, they should have been a dozen. <laughs> Those were big cinnamon rolls. Anyway, uh, so no, no more of that. We're to, that's not that's not how we're going forward, right? No. That's not how we're doing it. That's not how we're doing it anymore. No Are more we going keto rolls. again? No. Okay. No one cares about this. All right. Lots going on around here. We Everything's happening. It's all um, happening. <laughs> it's all happening. Uh, in the last week, we got, a, we got a tractor delivered. We set up the, uh, the, um, the pigs' final days are now countdown where it's uh, – I think we're – today's five day, six days and counting for the pigs until uh, we, have to, we have to slaughter them, which we'll talk about here in a minute. I'm not very excited. I kind of drug my feet. This should already be done as well. I've been going to banks and insurance offices looking for a, um, you know, in case of emergency insurance slash life insurance and some uh, uh, retirement funds. We've got, now that we're getting older, starting to think about that. So I've been running around. And then also Jason's got a driving test coming up. That's so right. it's all happening. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. So I have to get my driver's license, my Italian driver's <laughs> license. I've had to get it for 10 years. <laughs> we were talking to our buddy last night, and Jason was mentioning this and saying how he's been using this old license well, driving around. I had an American license. Of course. And it lasted 10 years. And I think I got it renewed right before we came. Yes. So that... But that made this picture of an, with an expired license, you're like... In your early 20s, and now you're turning, you just turned 45 today. Happy birthday. And uh, I was saying it's almost like a reverse fake ID. (laughs) No, I swear I'm this uh, much younger person. (laughs) 
anyway, um, the, everything's done electronically now. When I, when Ashley did it, it was all take these forms to like the these two forms to the post office to pay these two fees, and these two these two forms to the bank and pay these two. Because then you bring back the receipts. Bring back the receipts and blah 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 blah. Now it's all electronic, so I just go to the tobacco shop and pay where you would pay for like your car, uh, the road tax, or anything like that. Um, and pay these three or four different small fees. It's a, it's a racket. Everyone's got their hand. Okay, this is this is you can do it on your own. You don't have to go through a driving school if you want. But the bureaucracy is so complicated that it's just like I I don't have just time. let them take care. Just of it. Just let them take care of it. So what, it can be a hefty fee. When I did it, it was like seven hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, it's probably more now. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten that far yet. No. I'm still with all the fifty euros. Oh, you already fee. paid then. Yeah. Hold Gotta on. Gaji's calling. All right. Gotcha. That was the Gotcha. That was the <laughs> calling me to wish me a happy birthday. Very nice. And check the weather. Check the weather. I forgot totally where we were. We were talking about the driving test. Oh, so now everything's electronic. So I didn't – I obviously knew that you paid electronically. You didn't have to go to the two places. But I still came back the next day into he the driving school. shows up. With my receipts held high. Ta-da! I've got my receipts for what I pay. They all the three people who work in there look at me like, "Okay, Billy, what?" Like, <laughs> oh, great, great congratulations! Congrats. And then the guy starts laughing. He goes, "No, no, no, we don't. You don't have to do it anymore. We get a you know message. We get an email or something." I'm like, "Oh, so this is it's all automatic. It's all Things automatic have changed now. since I took it 15 years ago or 10 plus years ago." So. um Wednesday is my practical test, or my, sorry, theoretical, say that for me. The theory, theoretical. Theoretical, thank you. So explain to them a bit of how you've been studying. So you've been studying for 15 years. (laughs) On and off. (laughs) (laughs) On and off for 15 years. No, and I took it. Listen, it is difficult, and they do tricky language to try to mess with your brain and confuse you. It used to be 40 questions, and you could miss a a maximum of four. Now it's 30 questions, and you can miss a maximum of three. So you have to score a 90% or better. Yes. The first time I took it, I missed... Oh my God. I got done early. I felt good. And I thought the guy said, go back and review your questions if you're done early. So I go back and review my questions and I question myself, change two answers, and then I get uh, them wrong (laughs) and I fail. Um, So there's that. But um, you have been, you, when I did it, all I had was the little guidebook. And then there was this gigantic, like, textbook of um, tests. Sample, sample, sample tests. tests. Yeah. Of hundreds of sample tests. Well, now it's all online. Exactly. So, so you're able to do it. apps and there's, uh, there's sites. And- but for anyone who is just moving to Italy or planning to, what you've also found um, super helpful is some of the videos. Some of the videos are better because they explain, like... Um, Obviously, the test's in Italian. Yeah, yeah, um, But it's it's um, it's not that hard. Like, idiot kids pass it every day. So it's just a question of it's the most boring subject matter. I don't care about it. I feel entitled to be able to drive around with a fake license I for some reason. <laughs> okay, I got to tell a couple <laughs> stories here, though, that are so funny because... Um, one, at least when I was doing it, and I don't remember you mentioning it at all either, there's not, there's questions on there about, um, like the categories of 
driver's licenses and like the weights of different cars. There's weird questions outside in a way of what we're even There's doing more question- or what type of car you're even driving. There's more questions drive. about like things that are outside the um your vehicle's category. Exactly. For like different truck things. And- it's weird. Then there's also questions that have to do with insurance and like if there's an accident on the road, like weird stuff that in a way you wouldn't really think would be on the driving test. It's more like, can you take a right at this intersection with these arrows or whatever? Um, <laughs> so they go into a lot of detail about some of that stuff. Never once <laughs> is it asked what the blood alcohol level is. No, there's <laughs> there's lots of questions about drinking and driving, and but none about what the actual percentage of alcohol you can have in your blood. Correct. No, when I don't, I, I don't know what it is. That's what I mean. You've been studying for 15 years, and never once have you come across that question. No. That's not on the test. But what was hilarious, at least when I did it, because of this little like pamphlet booklet they give you of like a study guide. Like I said, no questions about drug alcohol or blood alcohol drinking. The things they said, the number top, the top three things to watch out for um, when driving that could cause you to um, to to be distracted is one, the obvious bouncing ball, little kid playing, done. (laughs) The next two are the kid is done. (laughs) Yeah, the next two are the most Italian thing I have ever seen. Second greatest risk when you're driving is if you've eaten too much and you're tired. And it showed a big, like, as drawing, a cartoon drawing of, like, a big fat guy with a huge plate of pasta and, like, a uh, bib, you know, and, like, that you get sleepy behind the wheel if you've eaten too much. Again, no talk of alcohol. And then number three, greatest risk, which could be really number one. <laughs> there was a drawing, a cartoon drawing, big-breasted women. <laughs> That's right. It was boobies. The boobies. The boobies. <laughs> boobies are distracting. Um, no, I haven't seen the booby one. The uh, qu- the question with the eating too much is definitely on there. Yep. I've seen that a couple yep. times. But again, no alcohol. It's just interesting. You want to know the exact amount you can get, you can drink before you're Well, I intoxicated. think it's an interesting statement also on the society. Like, it's just part of life. Like, you would have a glass of wine with your meal. You see, you could buy booze and beer to go at the freaking auto grill, which is only accessible th- by the Autostrada. <laughs> expressway it uh, comes with the yeah the they don't they don't meal. say a, a, a exact amount they just say in a state of um uh drunkenness, drunkenness. Yeah. yeah well i think it depends on if you could carry your booze or not i guess so it's just interesting so you're finally scheduled he still doesn't know the details though oh wait you have to do a, an eye test oh yeah so everyone's got their hands out so there's two doctors you have to go to to get certificates of um health uh, uh, one that you're not crazy <laughs> and uh, the other one that does an eye test and then there's um, like 30 questions and he looks at me and just goes is there anything wrong with you? I go no and he just puts a big line down the <laughs> nose um, each one of those have their hand out for something and then I went and st- like 60 bucks yeah 70 bucks. no it was uh, 50 bucks 50 and fi- so yeah two, 50 euros for each one of those health certificates then I had to go to the tobacco shop and pay four different fees. I don't know where they go. Wait, didn't one of the doctors have a different price actually than what was on the receipt? Yes. Wait, why don't you mention that? I forgot about that. <laughs> 
So he writes down twenty. He gives me a receipt. It's just a, we. I go to the driving school, and then in another spare room is this guy. They have it set up. It's, they, part it's of all the... set up. Um, <clears throat> he writes me a receipt, like one of those out of those little receipt pad things. Nothing really fancy. That says twenty five euros, and he, I go to give him money. He goes, no, 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 go back into the office and pay then. Go back into the office, hand the lady my thing, and she goes, 50 euros, please. I go, <laughs> I go. Just, I don't even ask anymore. I just hand over money. Like, I know this is a racket. Somehow, whatever. I'm not going to say why does it say 25. And you... Well, probably for the processing. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So it's just funny. It, all in said When we d- first, when I did it, we had to go to the doctor. Like, to well, your personal doctor to get like a. I still do. Oh, yeah, I still do. I've they just um, changed the order of which oh, you do it. Oh, okay. So okay. now I still need another health certificate. It's just that I wait until I pass the exam and then gotcha. before I take the driving, driving the, the practical. practical, I have to have another one. Okay. Um. So it's just a big. It's a big. Everyone's got. Yeah. It's nickel and dime to death. All in all, it's probably going to be close to a thousand bucks because it's seven hundred and something just for the driving school, and then all this ancillary stuff doesn't count. Um, but I'm not going to go figure out how to navigate Italian bureaucracy to save a couple bucks. Not happening. So to celebrate Jason getting his driver's license. I haven't gotten anything yet. The test is Wednesday and I'm sweating it. You said that this was to celebrate you getting your driver's license. You bought a tractor. <laughs> I've been looking, I've been looking for a tractor for, t- listen, long time listeners. No time listeners for a while. It's hard to find. We I've, have the big boy Zetor. But that he, we got from Fushiani. It's huge. It's too big to do. It's just too big for my for my needs. It's nice to have a giant tractor. And like that was, that. in all honesty, basically like a gift from. Well, it has no like with everything with. We didn't him. pay for it. We paid to get it kind of fixed up. He a little doesn't. Bit. He, he. It has, doesn't really work. It works. It's just that he has no documentation for it, so he can't sell it. He can't drive it on the roads. It's just sitting there. He's like, if you want to use it, it's use some it. Some stolen tractor. I have from no the early who 80s. the hell knows. <laughs> who knows where there is no came documentation. Came whatsoever. off the back of a truck somewhere. That's for sure. I don't ask questions. Oh God, what if this was how someone paid for their meat and cheese? It, <laughs> I, Ashley. <laughs> We've told this story before. We show up one day at Fushiani's and he's just got like an Enoteca, like thousands of bottles of wine just spread all over. Which everywhere. is shocking because he sell he sells solely like cured meats and cheeses. And then... He has a few bottles of wine usually, but nothing, nothing, you know, nothing. And he said someone owed him a... He goes, someone, yeah, someone owed him a bunch of money in the sh- and they couldn't pay and, and they had to close the shop and he took all their wine. Uh-huh. So uh, he also had a um, scooter, That's like right. a, a big... A bigger scooter, like not a little Vespa. One day it was like a big one where you could take it on the on the autostrada. Uh, someone couldn't pay, so this could have been something like that. It's got no documentation. It'll never be legal to drive on the road. It, as everyone, as every mechanic has told us, it was born without brakes. Born without brakes. So while it's good for you know tractor rides with children, exactly, <laughs> it's not really for working. So finally, after all this time, I find a tractor two hours south of us. It's a s- smaller size. It's got the front bin, the front bucket thing that I've always wanted, blah, 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 blah. Go down there and see it. It's great. It's from 2000. It's got 
um, only 1,400 hours on it. It One owner kept in a garage or kept in a barn or something because the paint's all perfect. Like, it's it's pretty clean. It's pretty nice. Um, great. I'll take it. Now, the, most of the time, these tractors are super expensive. The, these, or, and, and why we've been taking so long is incredibly hard to find. They're hard to find us. because I can buy a, a tractor twice the size of this tractor for the same price because there's just – that's the size of tractor that's most commonly found in this area, whereas this smaller one is not – easy to find mm-hmm. at all i've been looking um well we found one over the fall when Jerball was here and that one though was 24 grand it had all the bells and whistles of the all implements the implements so it was more expensive than this one but it was we're done i don't have to buy anything however else. it was a guy got, a guy I, <laughs> it was a guy and he wanted straight cash yeah <laughs> and it was like cash and it's like dude oh, I, shit, I, we got to pull to because the way that the banks are controlled now you can't pull out 24 grand to uh there's going to be a down. lot of there, questions a lot of questions and plus then we can't uh this has to be part of our we business. register through the business so for we, taxes and all of that there's so, no paper trail blah blah blah, blah. yeah it was like oh my god this is great hilariously on the side of the freaking auto strata well that's just where <laughs> i know but it just felt like this is also perfect but um so we had to let that one go and we thought oh no we're never we're not going to find this again and then yeah this one just has the dumper but in excellent condition and half that price you don't get a chance to be go see it and then bring a mechanic back or someone to give it a check out because these this thing won't be there in, in two weeks they're just not a lot of them and they're hard to come by so you have to kind of go down there i know nothing about tractors i mean all i do is have them start it get on my back and see if anything's leaking um see if anything's cracked or do all the functions work and then you gotta just kind of roll the dice and hope Hope that this thing's mm-hmm. okay. Um, so far, so good. Well, so you went down there. You liked it. You put down the deposit. And then it was like, all right, now we got to figure out how to well, bring this thing home. Most of the time when you go to these tractor dealers, they will they have um, transportation kind of already figured out for their customers. This isn't really a tractor, used tractor dealer. or a. This is kind of like a mechanic guy and his son who had – a dozen tractors that they've somehow come across, either trade-ins or whatever, and a bunch of farm implements, and they do work on it. So it wasn't... Gotcha. It wasn't like a full-service place like we went to... Yeah, the, up in Amelia Romagna yeah, 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 and stuff. Yeah, where it's just a... They just sell stuff all mm-hmm. day long. So I'm like, well, what about transport? And he's like, yeah, what, what about it? <laughs> tell, him, tell me when they're coming. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know anyone? He's, and his pro- the problem that I found with this, which was really interesting, I thought this would not be a problem at all to get a tractor brought to us, only 120 kilometers away, two hours in the car, um, was that anyone local on his end or my end, it's too far in the sense that these local guys will bring – if you get a tractor from three towns over – any, I could find 10 people to bring it on a, on a weekend day back to me. No problem. No problem. Um, however, they don't want to go on to – it's too far for them, mostly because no one wants to go on to the autostrada because on the autostrada is where the most control of big vehicles, vehicles is. No one's stopping a – a flatbed guy with a tractor on the back around here. No, they're like, he's heading to work. Yeah, like, like it's, going, it's just like, you see it so <laughs> all, the time. all the time. So I'm sure when you go on the autostrada, there's more c- control and you probably have to have s- certain insurance. Uh-huh. And these guys, I'm sure it's not 
properly taken it's care It's really that it's not worth their headache, too. Not really. Mm-hmm. So I go, okay, that I understand. So I try to call a professional logistics company. So he's Googling all these. Yeah, calling all of them around up there, more ones around here. The problem with them is that it's too short of a trip for them. <laughs> If they want to take my tractor to the other, to the northern, you know, northern Italy. Or, or across or, all the way to Rome. <laughs> or, yeah, they're, they're like 120 kilometers. Uh, all right, maybe let me get back. I had the hardest time trying to do, find someone to bring my tractor from two hours away. Because then the big ones were like, well, basically like we'll charge you the minimum and essentially, which was like 1400 bucks or something, right? One of them said. Well, that, I, that, that was one of the big that was, ones. That was an outlier. Yeah, but still, I'm just saying. So there was a couple of them who who were like, "Yeah, it's going to be fourteen hundred bucks." Because that's mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but it, all in all, I uh, at the end I found someone five hundred bucks to go twelve to go one hundred and twenty kilometers, which is not that far. And the funniest part about oh it, my God, they brought the biggest, <laughs> longest truck. <laughs> I, I told them the weight of this tractor. This tractor is not huge. Oh well, that weight back up. So exactly, each con- place you'd contact, you'd have to fill out the forms online. Go- Send and me an they, email. Send me. A, I contact them. Fill out the, a form online, and then fo- and then when I hear nothing in, after a day or so, follow up with a phone call. I follow up. Hi, yeah. I con- I sent an email the other day. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Tell them my the whole thing again. You know, I want to go from here to here. Da, da, da. Okay. Yeah yeah. Well, why don't you send me an email with that information? It's like, dude. I every single one of them. I know you. You're like I did your online form that asked me all the details. What the hell? Where is that going? <laughs> Where is that going? Well, obviously, since I'm calling them, not to their exactly. terminal. Exactly. So you have to exhausting. Uh, it was a little bit exhausting. Well, and you're like TikTok, TikTok. Like, how long is this tractor now going to sit took, there? It took, it took two, a week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Friday. Jesus. Yeah. Because I went there on a Monday. So not quite two weeks. Okay. Missing the weekend. But um, yeah, so you have to just hound these people because no one calls you back or emails you back or anything. It's like no one gives me confirmation of anything. Like the day before the guy was going to come, I'm like calling him. When are, are you coming? At what time? You know? Oh, yeah. The, the one guy was like, uh, no, sorry. Maybe next week. Like you thought he was. A, so you had to have a backup ready to go. Anyway, this is oh, this is hot transport talk all i'm saying (laughs) is that there's really no it's just uh it just strikes me as curious that i paying a service to do it and they don't really care i i understand it's a my everything i do is more of a pain in the ass to people than than actual their work if like i said if i want to take this crew across the country i'm sure it'd be a lot easier to find transport well it means jason now that he's found this tractor he's already been looking at this for a while but his new obsession is he wants a dump truck. All right. I'm, get, I'm <laughs> As a gift to myself for getting my driver's license 10 years late, oh, I think wow. I'm going to really buy buying myself a – not a dump. Well, yeah. It's a, tr- it's a bedded truck that can dump. That can dump. But also you can put your tractor on it. You can go get rocks. You can go get manure. You can go get furniture. It's it's You see them all over, running around all over the place mm-hmm. here. Um, they can carry up to fifteen hundred kilos, which is perfect, which is fine. Oh, this is co- without a new light, without a different light, without getting your truck driver's license. This is hot talk. Wouldn't God. it be funny if I go from no license to like being able to drive? Uh, yes, the, the trucks, anything over thirty five, three point five. 
Is are you with a category B license allowed to drive vehicles over three vergola three point <laughs> five tons? Yes or no? No. That is correct. Maximum Boom. for a category B license, three point five tons. This is good stuff. I was like moving on. Um speaking of really exciting topics, um, we just got a new weather station. It is not set up, but out here living in the countryside, I don't know. I don't know if it's the farming, if it's the sometimes the snow, if it's just being so far out here, the little microclimates. Um, but we've had a little weather machine for what since like probably twelve, 12 years. years or so. And I love it, but all the sensors have slowly died. We now know very little of what's actually accurate, so it was time to bite it and get a new one. Um, so we setting that up this week, but. Oh, yeah. And this one actually can go on. So I had a Rainwise, which was very not um, old school technology. It was like a radio signal sent from the, to, a, to a little display. And the display I liked because it was just um, like. Um, analog. No, well, it was digital display. It wasn't analog. But, but it, had it had the old school, feel. old school like the. Um, the way the numbers were digital. Yeah. Uh-huh. It just looked good. And you could see it from across a room. Um, mm-hmm. You could just look and see the temperature and all that stuff. But like Ashley said, everything died and it was t- it's time for a new one. So we went with Davis Instruments. This is more. This is That's more what I said. Talk. That's what I said. This, no, is... this is the <laughs> boringest. We're going to get into the animal blessing, which was fun. All right. Anyway, we're going to get that up. And now we'll be, I'll have it online. So I don't know if Ashley will put a widget on our yeah. um, site Website? or how it'll work. But uh-huh. you'll be able to see live weather here. Woo! Whoa, you guys, this is getting pretty exciting out here. <laughs> Jason's going to become a weather uh, registered weather station. Registered sex offender? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say that on these podcasts. I don't know. The fact that you said registered, it's just, that, <laughs> that's the only kind of people that I know that register. All right. Let's talk about fun stuff. Now that we got some of the uh, the technical, logistical stuff. Um so if you follow us on Instagram, or, well, no, or Facebook, you will see that we went and took the animals um, to the blessing of St. Antonio or St. Anthony de Abate. And um, there seems to be a lot of hot debate, a lot of hot topics on this podcast um, that, oh, isn't it St. Francis of Assisi? Like, are you getting your animal... Priest, uh, pre patron saints all mixed up, and it was like, no, I don't know. We went to it. It was in the priest, the, priest was there. Yeah, and um, and then thankfully someone else who's who is Italian uh in the area, she posted. She backed a thing. you up. She backed me up. She posted a whole thing about it too. So um, everyone knows. Uh, well, not everyone, but most people are familiar with Saint um, Francis of Assisi, and it's thought to be the patron saint of animals. But so is. Antonio Diabate, and they would say he is also the patron saint of animals, both domestic and ones from the stable, as well as for the farmers. And crazily enough, he's also the patron saint of basket weavers and grave diggers. (laughs) (laughs) And is believed to protect against skin diseases and shingles. Hold on. Is it really basket weavers and grave diggers? That's what this 
says. That's which, like comedy. I think so too. It's like special skills, and all of his special skills, he's the patron saint of. So it's right kind on. of funny when you look into these, like some of the extra details. Anyway, the um, we took the animals. It was the, Rosanna Gaji's wife sent us a message saying, "Go on Sunday. Uh, they're doing the blessing at the little piazza by St. Anthony's Church, and um, so we bring the dogs, of course, Leroy in his fancy pony coat." And I swear to God, when we got into the piazza, it felt like all eyes turned on it. Look at that gorgeous beast walking in. And um, this year there was two horses and then just all dogs. Um, other years, and when our neighbor had gone with their dog, Zoom, it would be sometimes the horses, sometimes livestock like sheep. Um, sometimes it would be someone would bring a cow, um, hawks, like you know, cause they'll train fal- or falcons. They'll do like trained falcons and they'll come. So they do a little blessing of the animals and the I priest know, comes around. I know. I was hoping there was a donkey or two. I know. Was- I was kind of disappointed by just the two horses, but they were, they did put like flower, uh, crowns on the horses, which was kind of cool. And so the priest comes around with his little wand of, um, uh, holy water. It's a salt and pepper Jason shaker. I was like, what's with the salt and pepper shaker? <laughs> So he comes and does the little blessing of the dogs. And then they had these little doggy bags, literally for the dogs to take, which had a little, like little bread roll in it. And I thought it was to represent the Eucharist, which I thought was kind of funny. Like, oh yeah, look, body of Christ. And here's some bread for the dogs. Um, But supposedly also St. Anthony, another one of his patron saint (laughs) skills is um, a fire, which then someone was equating to then bread makers and so then they were thinking i was like how many of these patron saints does this guy hold like sounds pretty sounds pretty genuine then i know i was like i don't know i'm still going with the breads the eucharist but supposedly he's tied in with bread somehow too so it was really fun though to walk around and um the priest the loved, priest at the end made a beat once he like uh, did the horses did the horses, he did the horses oh, he, first he went, yeah he went around you know he starts he made a beeline for leroy and gave him so many drops of holy water he got more drops than anyone else i know you That's said extra. maggie just got his his uh seconds <laughs> like the drippings off of him <laughs> the puppy we um, walked into the piazza and there's i don't know 50 80 people sure. with dogs and different the whole piazza turned and looked at us and Leroy senses this and put like proud boy, proud doggy. I love my dog. He's so he's so gorgeous. I can't <laughs> believe we have such a good looking dog. It was fun. It was nice to hilariously. And then afterwards, people keep coming up to us. Can I take a picture with your dog? <laughs> so that was a good time. I I I like that small town stuff. The priest, when he came over, mentioned how he grew up with a Great Dane or someone who he lived next to had one. And Everyone's got a story when they come mm-hmm. up. Yep. It was sweet. So we'll have to take... So next year, should we get more adventurous and take other animals? Take you wanted chicken? to take the pigs. I want to take the pigs. Good oh, job. speaking of the pigs, next Saturday, a week from today. No, a week from... No, today's Monday. Hello. Uh... On Saturday, five days. Today, you've got to write your list, list. of, the, like... It will be the day the pigs die. Actually, one of them. We can't do both at the same time. Too much work. So well, he, we have to figure out how to, like, hide the one from the other so he doesn't see. Yeah. That's uh, going to be hard. So I talked to our neighbor who does a bunch of pigs. He did... He already, well, a bunch. Six. six. Like, small-scale family yeah. style. Um, he did six, but right, just over the um, holiday break. So he has... A, 
everything you need. So I was not really aware. He of- is, by the way, not a butcher, no. not a full time farmer. No. He, this he just, is just, just, just as a side note, like yeah. people just do this. Yeah, they raise absolutely. some pigs. They and- raise some pigs and slaughter them at home. So I wasn't exactly a really clear on the procedure of how this was going to go down. We've been part of slaughtering pigs multiple times. With our car buddies, Carl but they're and already dead. Exactly, they're already ready. They look like meat. Mm-hmm. Um, this is taking it. You from, meet them in the locker. Yeah, you, meet them in, you <laughs> meet them in the locker, not in the field. So this is our first time. Plus, uh, um, you know, we. I don't want to take them to. You can call the slaughterhouse, and they'll come and pick them up and drive them out there. But they keep them in. The, we've talked about this. They keep them in the trucks can be half a day or all day as they pick up more and more animals. It freaks them out. Tons of stress. Tons of stress. I'd rather just do it. Maybe this will be the wrong choice. Maybe that... Once you do this. Once I do this, it'll be like, oh, if we get animals like that, they're... Call the guy. Call the guy because I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. But um, we got a... Uh, Walter gave me a big giant pot. Um, we fill it with water. So first... Um, you have to – I will see if this is true. He said you throw a rope around all four legs and everyone holds a leg so they don't freak out. But I can go right up to them and, like, scratch their ears and stuff. So I wonder how – if we do need to tie them up. Anyway, we need four people. Mm-hmm. And then dudes. Four dudes, yeah. Um, <laughs> who preferably know what's coming along because I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I have no idea how this is going to go down. He even asked me, have you ever done anything like this? I go, no. He goes – Okay, it's it's impression. He said it's impressionable. Oh. That's that. That's the exact. It's an impressionante. It's, okay. okay, that's a really good way to put it. Um, so you need four guys. He's a man of little words. Yeah, um, and then once it's done, and uh, then you pull it up with either a um, block hoist. Yeah, block and tackle like the little things, or you can use a tractor to host them up and then you have to wash them in first in a big in boiling water so this is the part i didn't know about because hello of course you're going to open them up and the skin's all full of mud and pig shit and and it's a an animal just walking around so you have to disinfect the animal so we, he gave me – I thought I had a people cooking pot. Yeah. This is a small family cooking pot. Like you can cook a small family of four in this pot. Um, it's, gi- it's gigantic. <laughs> um, I, hope, I hope my thing can hold the weight. I'll That's it. what I was curious about. I think about. I'm one of – what I'm going to do is put um, – I hope my little bricks? stove – Yeah, I'll put bricks to help support the weight because this is going to be a ton, a ton of water. Um Three hours before we slaughter them, I have to t- fill this pot up and get it going and get it up to the boil. Um, we'll do it outside with, the, like, a little uh, barbecue propane tank, and I got a candy stove. And where are you doing it? How do you keep the pigs away from that? Um, that's a good question. I don't eh, – that's a good question. I know. I got to – I got to – I need to – I got to figure <laughs> all this out. It's a lot to figure out. Um, and then – so then you dip them in the in the pot and then he has these uh, – and then you like pour water over – the boiling water over the pig and let it run down oh. like you're ba- like literally bathing it. I was like, how do you fit the pig in the pot? You don't – you don't fit the pig in okay. the pot. Uh, you fit the pig – you get the pot the, – the, cups he has these big pitchers oh like God. old school like with the chips of you know off of them with these pitchers and you pour it over and you scrub it down 
you know, with uh, nylon brushes and stuff. Add and, it to the list. And, yeah. And then you get another uh, propane tank with a torch and you burn all the hair off. And then from there, you open it up and disembowel it. And, blah, and then from there, it's... Then from there, there's still a lot of logistics. What do you do with all that guts? Yeah, then I have to figure <laughs> out how to dispose... Of, I have to uh, figure out how to dispose of the entrails because <clears throat> if I just leave them around, my dogs will find them and they can't eat that kind of stuff. So I probably have to take those to the to the slaughterhouse, which thankfully is in Urbana. Um, and they... I don't know if they'll take them or I have no idea. <laughs> you take idea. my guts. Will you take my guts? <laughs> or I have to run them up, like run them down up a logging road and leave them somewhere like that. Oh I, my I have God. no idea what to do. I should ask him what you I do. You bury them? Or you have to bury them. Uh-huh. Maybe that's what you do. Is it like a placenta? No. Where it's good for the ground? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, and then from there, we, we, uh, we splay it and let it drip for eight hours or so so that's why we do it in the winter when it's cold outside and and then this thing's just dripping out in front of its brother i guess i don't know he did say that we have to separate the <laughs> the, the the other one from where we are like they can't watch and then we have to do the other one within a week because they get depressed oh my God. it's a thing this is a big deal. I'm not looking for – I, we should have done this over the break as well, uh, the winter – over the holiday break. I'm not looking forward to this. This is – I liked raising the pigs. This is not the part that's going to be enjoyable. I know. I could tell from some of the feet dragging in a way of like oh, – I mean, we could do it in March, you said <laughs> the other day. I was like <laughs> – uh, so, so this first one, we'll take all the good bits. We'll take the two prosciuttos. We'll take uh, the uh, lonzos, the capicolos. We'll take the the cheeks up to aquapartita, and they'll put them under AKA the hunter side away. away, and they'll put them under the salt, and they'll cure them for us because we don't have the space. Or, and then with the two shoulders, I'll make a little bit of sausage. Um, I don't think that it's not – it's two shoulders is not a lot. Where's that going to cure? No, it's going to be for eating. Oh, oh, We'll fresh. freeze it. And then, um, really, you just have the pork chops and... What about my ham? Well, you're giving the two legs to aquapartita. So, for the other pig, I get a ham? If you want, if you... I don't think we're going to do the whole leg as a ham. We'll probably take the kulatello. We'll probably take one of the muscle groups and make ham out of it. Um, and then... Somebody so, it's not a ton. It's a lot of... It's going to be a lot of fat. You have the two bellies. I want to make... American. I know my sister kept saying, what are you doing with your fat? <laughs> oh, well, the fat, I think what we'll do with all the fat is we'll render it down and put it in jars with pretty labels and we'll give that away as gifts. As, I mean, there's going to be a lot of fat. Um, that's what these pigs are known for is, mm-hmm. their, is their lard. We'll also cut the lard off the back, the top of the back. And is that make, called fat back? Fat back. <laughs> it's called bread back, honey, and it's coming for you. <laughs> no, no. It's so Wait, what is fat back? I guess that I don't. I I would imagine the fat from the back of the pig. Okay. So so uh, is that you, a thing? I think so. Oh, okay. Um, we'll make the lardo colonata in the in the marble box again, where you take the lard and you put it under spices, spices and salt and put it into a marble box and leave it for a year. It is so good. Um, I threw away half of it the last I, time I made but it. But I was always begging you to use it. I loved it. Um, I put too much cinnamon and clo- it was too cinnamon and clove. Maybe that's why I, like, I love the clove. I didn't. I thought it was too like holidays. Mm. It was like eating, eating uh, Thanksgiving lard. <laughs> it 
Yum. <laughs> I, I would make that into a candle. <laughs> you guys, I'm full of birch ideas. <laughs> so that's coming up this Saturday. There's a lot to do. I've, I need a bunch of... I have to clean up down there. I have to get uh, bins because we need bins for guts. We need bins for... Today's Monday and this is happening Saturday. Saturday. There's I got a, a ton. ton. Yeah, I should not be sitting on my ass talking to this That's why this is microphone. hilarious. Exactly. No. I should be studying, actually. Mm-hmm. We're 48 hours from a test that I'm, you know, 50-50 confident in. <sighs> And then the other day as we were in the early af- late afternoon, early afternoon, whatever, around four, we get a phone call and it's a nice day. It's been really cold again, back to cold nights and then warmish days and uh, or really mild, I should say. And we get a call from Rosanna, Gaji's wife, and she's like, we just got up to Cabernardo, their house. She's like, it's freezing. I'm just going to. I'm just going to bring some things over. You don't have to pull anything out, but it's just so cold. Let's do dinner at your house. And it was like, we had no dinner plans or anything. It was like, yeah, great. No problem. Come on over. But it was one of those days where you're finally actually doing work outside. And Jason's coming back from the dogs with a walk with a list of stuff to do. And like futz with the new tractor and all of this. And I'm yelling and I'm going, come on back up to the house <laughs> because Gaji and Rosanna are heading over. And it was classic. She brings over smoked salmon and she knows we like that. Um, so she wants to do like the, the, she says we're on a diet. So she brings over smoked salmon and fennel and wants to just have chunks of fennel, like big fat chunks of fennel. And then you put your own, um, Salt and olive oil on it. um, Toast with butter and... Toast with butter and smoked salmon. And smoked salmon. Great. And then she brought Gaji over um, these, like, freezer burned... um, Still frozen. Yeah, and still frozen um, chicken... What would you call it? Like Like cutlets. Cutlets, thank you. And is, like, running them under the cold water to defrost them. And she goes, he doesn't like smoked salmon. He gets to eat this. And Jason thought it was was some sort of punishment because... I was watching this go down and because I walked in and she was like running it under and the pan was on and, and she's putting them in the pan. And it just looked like this is food for someone who's out of the hospital or <laughs> or like what is going on with these two dry chicken pieces of chicken in a pan with nothing. And, it's, and I don't know what what was going on. She also told us that he can't eat sweets, any, anything she sweet. She pulled me aside at later and was like, don't tell him I told you this, but no more sweets. Don't offer him any sweets. She goes, you can have sweets in your house, <laughs> which I love. The She goes, when he's not around, I eat them all the time. But she says, he can't. So don't offer them to him. And it was like, so, okay. Because so no she has got a sweet tooth. But no one comes out and says anything about anything. It's all very... We'll uh, just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at... Exactly. Uh-huh. It's like, all right, whatever, fine. We don't ask questions. No more sweets, Gaji. He did put Sambuca in his coffee, though, which is nothing but sugar. Absolutely. It's like just... It's literally simple syrup with some anise, uh, anise flavor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that's part. Maybe and that's, then you and Rosanna hit the cookie tin hard. <laughs> well, she keeps we we got all this leftover crap still from Christmas. She goes, I still have two panettone at home. I go, don't bring them here. Exactly. Stop it. I know he'll show up with it in he like will show up March. With it. Yes, he will. I know. Still tastes good. Uh huh. So that's what's going around here. Uh, we have now sunny days. Like uh, we have this high pressure system here now, so it's. Uh, frozen mornings, like everything's frozen for the, the outdoor bathroom and outdoor kitchen out there. The, all the water's frozen. And then by 10 o'clock, it's gorgeous, sunny, 
like spring-like conditions. So it's kind of weird right now. So we just have to uh, get on it once the thaw, once the thaw of the morning happens. Get on it. It's time to get. I want to have a productive. All right, hands in the middle. Hands in the middle. I want a productive February. We're getting off our asses and we're not going to sit on it and just do nothing. No, we're not. And you've got a lot of stucco work downstairs because the puppy keeps trying to eat the stucco. <laughs> In these old houses, the moisture, there's just moisture that gets into the stonework and it makes the stucco bubble up from the wall. It's just part of... Some spots, you've like totally resolved it and they like... We used to have problems in the back up here, in the back well, of the dining room. We're also in here now, and there's more warm air that That's comes true. in here. So, um, like by doors. Yeah, you'll you'll see it'll bubble up and crack and kind of start peeling off. It's that and black mold. Those are the two things that freak people out. Freak people out when they walk through older houses. It's like, nope, everyone has mold. There's commercials about how to get re- like commercials for products to help you with the mold. It just happens. Oh, yeah. Like we had it. We've talked about this before, but like at certain times in different spots and then you clean it well and you get this good like special paint and it it's fine. Anyway. But the dog keeps eating the spot. She's, <laughs> eating, the, the door. she's, she's eating the good paint. She's eating the stuck out. She's so stupid. Someone's going to text message us after this and go. That's very, t- just to let you know. That's really toxic. I know. Or- we know it is. Or that it can't be good. Also, both dogs have loved to lick the arches in the middle of winter for some reason. Yeah, and Gaji told us that it has to do with like... There's salts. That salts come- are minerals that, that are in out the of stone. stone. Uh-huh. And they like to lick them. I, I don't know. But it just makes your dogs look real dumb. <laughs> I know. You're coming <laughs> in and dog's licking the wall. <laughs> just like it's a Willy Wonka or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything to plug? Or was this just a... a- this was just a... A little podcast of nothing just a podcast of fun fun Pod- stuff guys podcast of fun Woo. thanks for listening you know where to find us oh i've been putting some videos some little shorts up on youtube if you're not one to follow uh instagram and facebook and stuff so if you like little shorts i'm putting a bunch of them up on there now too and you know where to find us latavola marque l-a-t-a-v-o-l-a-m-a-r-c-h-e and um I think we'll be back here in probably a week or two to let you Yeah, know we'll how, have to give you guys an update on everything. How, the, how everything went. How mm-hmm. everything. So, all right. All right. Have a good one. Ciao, ciao. Sentira Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com. That's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.